You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. To Axe to Grind, the hardcore podcast. I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. And I'm Tom. Straight up, I think that was my best intro yet. It was really clean. Was Look good. at your waveform yeah. is, woof. Yeah, killing it. Have you been recording all day and you're just like in the zone? No, no I'm in a terrible mood. <laughs> I'm in a t- I'm yeah, in you're a, like, not on. You're, you're a little off today. I can, tell. I can feel the darkness. It, well, if you saw me on Twitter, I was just going like, Tweet, 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 tweet. And it wasn't me procrastinating. It was like just getting weirder. And I'm, I'm in a weird state. The world has like, I normally the world, I can be agitated and shit, but like, I'm usually not, you know, like uh, what's Guy said, I will embrace the world as my ally. The world's not my ally today. Mm. The, The world is my, maybe not my enemy. But not my ally today. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Exactly. All right, yo, uh, I want to get into that a little bit. But before we do, let's uh, let's talk sponsors. Um, let's do it. Today, we are going to f- feature two of our favorites. Uh, let's start with Run for Cover Records. Guys, did you know that the Narrowhead 12th House Rock LP is officially out now? How could I not I know-, know it was my entire Instagram feed today? Yeah, I, I, I was just going to say, I, I know it because everybody's talking on it. Yeah. Yo, you know what's cool? That is, awesome. That's one of the things that's cool when you see, because for me, I was seeing people all over the spectrum talking about it. Yep. And that was that's just nice. It's like, and, and it's kind of that reassuring, like, oh, this isn't just a, a friend group. You know, it isn't just like my homies over here talking about it. It was no, no. it was pretty diverse. Like Jeremy from Touche and Vane mm-hmm. posted about it and like a ton of pe- people. You know what? Once that single came out, people were fucking fully on board. Yeah. And yeah. like really looking for like psyched for this full the LP to come out. Yeah, no. So um, we've big up to several times. Yeah. Uh, this band actually has a lot going on. I think um, the material before this is awesome, but yeah. this is the new peak. This is, you know, a lot. It, it To be honest, sonically it's different, but in the way that Drug Church had a lot of good material, uh, but then uh, the last record oh, came out. Yeah, yeah the, the last record came out and it was like, oh, okay, you guys hit that new level. That's that's how I feel about this Narrowhead record. So, yeah, uh, absolutely. So everybody should check it out. Um, another band that we big up sometimes, somewhat frequently, the Berries have uh, have released another digital single. Nice. So uh, go check that out. Really enjoyed that. That was kind of rocking for me this week. And they got all sorts of stuff going on. Um, as always, you're going to go to runforcoverrecords.com. Patrick, you're going to enter promo code. What is that promo code? Axe to grind. And Tom, what do you do with it? You're going to spell it out. Boom. Uh, and by the way, the Fiddlehead LP2 is coming this fall. Yes. Um, let's swing upstate. Uh, PK, how's the weather been upstate? Cold. It's ass. Is it? We yeah. had one fall day this week, and the rest has been humid and hot. Today was what you guys, like the above size L, mm-hmm. would have enjoyed today. It was... Sun kissed 
but not not hot. Okay. Quite honestly, if I could find a place in this world, and I'm I'm sure it exists, and you guys will either point it out to me or someone who's listening will. Mm-hmm. If I could find a place that I could roll around in a sweatshirt type of setup with shorts, mm-hmm. that would literally be my the place I want to live the rest of my life. Where San like, Diego's like, not like far from shorts. that, but it, you yeah. get a little too hot in the summer. In yeah, Diego. yeah. I just wanted to, you know, if I could wear shorts all the time, even yeah. though it's, I mean, I, 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 I don't know if you guys, I read like a quote by like Tom Ford about like men a certain age should not be wearing shorts anymore. And I, that always pops in my head when I put on shorts. Mm. I think the age is 13. Wow. <laughs> no, it was like 40 or 35 or something. Yeah. No. Um, shorts are interesting. They're such a comfort item. Uh, I think fashion wise shorts have no place. No, but, but if I think there's a certain hardcore look where if you're wearing a long sleeve up top, you that's can go with the say. short sleeves down low. Yeah, whether that's a hoodie or a long sleeve. No, it, it can kind of it can kind of come off. Um, it's like true. When, shirtless sleeve, like a, if you're wearing shorts and like a, a shirtless uh, a sleeveless t-shirt. Yeah, it's a little weird. You better you better have the body to really go. People want people want this. Or you, you know gotta be I mean? real wiry like Patrick and look like you're a plumber's mm. assistant or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And with a with a meth problem. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that Pat. I said it about Pat. But, uh, <laughs> hey, Pat, but no. um, two people sent me memes about you today. Yeah. Whoa. Because Hard Times posted one, and it was just Bane's back. And it said uh, – give me one second. Let me pull it up. Let me That's explain incredible. memes. Um, literally two separate people that were like unrelated said, like, yo, is this Patrick? Uh, oh. Um, yeah, so it's Hard Times, and it's Bane like doing the like – Showing off how big Tom Hardy's back was at the time, and it says, "I did 200 push-ups daily for 30 days, and now I sing in a beat-down hardcore band." <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm on my way. Tom, no uh, and, and yes, Patrick could probably say this. PK has been a long time no short man, but uh, when I lived in California, uh, I eventually kind of got into the like, oh, I just wear jeans all the time because um, it was never even it, it had to get pretty hot for me to throw on shorts but i was wearing and you got used to it then i came back to the east coast and in the humidity i was dying man yeah there's no alternative you gotta be prepared if you don't know where you're going like you don't want to be the the you know like oh we're gonna go get dinner and now like you're walking into a restaurant in shorts you feel weird no no you feel kind of way but anyway not great well let's see let's here's the hoping we all walk into restaurants at some point in the not too distant future uh Closed casket activities. Yes. The finest of, of heavy music at this point. Um, the Unreal City Cruelty of Heaven 12-inch is officially out. Uh, There's another one, kind of like Narrowhead. We've sung this record's praises for a while. I've seen some people really psyched on this. Again, yeah. I, I'm stoked to see it. Um, I think there's still opportunity for people to check it out. If you like your hardcore dark, fast, and heavy, here you go. Record's great. Yeah. Um, Same thing though. They put out that single. People were like, "All right, I'm listening." Yeah. And now they were ready. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I think it caught some ears. So um, if you have not heard this, sing- yo, that's you don't even have an excuse at this point. Just go go check out these songs. And, and yeah, doing? exactly. Um, and not totally on the buy things front, but uh, Incendiary, our buddies, Fellas. have a. Uh, Q&A live stream coming on September 6th on Twitch, on the SOS Booking Twitch stream. 
So uh, go check that out. Those dudes are closed casket activities lifers. I think it's going to be really cool. That's September 6th. Uh, you know, that sounds like, let's see, this is coming on the 1st. So it's Sunday. So uh, mark it on your calendars. Go look it up. Twitch.com backslash SOS booking. Yeah, those, are while, fun. those live streams have been fun. Yeah, yeah. Well done. Uh, props to them on setting that up. Props to Nate and all the other folks who are working on that. Um, Tom, we're going to closedcasketactivities.com. We're entering the promo code. Axe to grind. And Patrick, what do you got to do? Spell it out. And please also support <laughs> our other sponsors, Death Wish Inc. and To Live a Lie Records. Uh, everybody's got cool stuff going on. Thank you for supporting. Show them your support. Show us your support by going there. Um, PK, so you're you're in a funk, huh? Yeah, I, I just seen too much. I seen it. Was the beating last week so badly from me that like you still haven't gotten over it? <laughs> That's what set it off. I thought if, so. If people haven't listened, that the never-ending name game, uh, one of the most fun episodes. I've already done another set of uh, of names <laughs> because because and yo, can I say this, Tom? I think the next version of this is the gauntlet. Like this old where I, this is where I prove my metal because you've clearly outshone the competition thus far. I mean, I would say it was a trouncing, but, you know. Hey. Well, and I think you're ready to move on to the, the tournament. So I think we're going to have to bring in some ringers to have oh. you face up against. And me and Pat you, will you know go what? back and forth on the cues. I would love a fucking couple ringers in here. So I can, trounce, I can trounce the ringers and Tom can trounce me, maybe. Can I do the final again. boss? But no, I just want to. I just want to prove to people he this, is, to get this his, isn't as easy as it looks. Well, and we'll, we'll. You know what we'll do? We'll we'll set it up. Uh, Pat, make sure you you kombucha up, and we'll right. do it in the evening, so he's a little bit more lucid. Pat wants a couple of tomato cans. Get his his <laughs> confidence back up. So, all right, you know what? I'm just going to. People. <laughs> I am. I have a few people. I'm ready to bring into the 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 gauntlet. Different types. Um. So it's going to be different. I, I've massaged it more. I have a. I'm, I'm planning to build out quite a catalog, but we'll basically do like uh, best of eleven. You know what I mean? Oh so my first God. person to six, because oh, we'll just 11. do like three. Yeah, best of eleven. Oh, okay. So first person to six, boom, done. Move forward. Um, and Pat, if you'd like to be entered, you can be entered. Oh, but thanks so much. Are you? A, I was going to offer you the chance to host instead of like lose, but. Um, but, but are you the Pat second? Is Pat the second seed, or is he like the sixth seed? You know what I mean. I mean, he hasn't really done that well. I mean, just, I hey, listen, I, I did like find Pat. the first one. The second one, uh, admittedly, was not my best performance. But uh, we do. I feel like I kind of totally find the first one. We we were in a ho- that hotel room. Yeah, and I kind of crushed you because I think you didn't crush. Bob you didn't crush. Listen, you didn't tell us you go to Cambodia until listen. Oh yeah, Tom was motivated. Actually, I was the last one, the last last showing was not my best. Yeah, I, oh. I would accept not a second seed. That's fine. Okay, but but I, it would really depend. It would really depend on who else I'm looking at. I, it's gonna I, be. I it's jump. gonna be a range. I think I I have one confirmed. I have another who I'm sure I can get for sure. Um, I mean, you bring on Andy, he's going to crush Pat. Well, it, well, but here's the thing. And it's something I got to admit. It's what? all about what someone's background is. Like Andy's going to do good with the fast stuff, but bring it into the metalcore world. He's done. He's he won't know all else failed. Right. Yeah. No, right. Yeah. Right. Right. Sick of it. All else failed. He's getting sick of it. All, all else failed. He's not getting. 
This um, is the problem. You got to be really well-rounded for this and shit. And that is ex- exactly right. I have one who I think is going to be a true test. To me? Another, to, to anyone. I mean, Tom, I think he'll be good. Two are West Coast. Okay. And uh, have never. one has been on the podcast before. One has not, but we're, we're working on that. Okay. Uh, in addition to the gauntlet. And um, yeah. And then the third, I'm kind of sussing out because I want it to be well-rounded. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have to just, just so people know it's coming. Patrick, you, you obviously uh, were in a funk because you got trounced, but also that's, a, that's, that's what it is. But yeah. the world's been awful, right? I, I just can't. The, the internet is making me, it's making me bulk. I'm, it's making me put on uh, my gains are are angry gains now. They're 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 stringy. You know what I mean? They're uh, the Fed look. I'm getting mean because Welcome to the, the resistance, in- Pat. The internet is getting so bad, yeah. so fucking bad. I, uh, hmm. I beginning of this week, I was pretty raw and out of it for a couple reasons, but but like just you know the minutia bullshit of the internet, um, and I literally just was like, all right, I'm gonna put. Uh, put a podcast on and go out and do yard work. Well, that's and, like, the thing. Clean my garage. Like, like, like I got to reconnect with. I, I should have just gone and like hung out at the grocery store for a while because I needed to reconnect with real life. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I'm I'm Mister Personal Accountability with this shit, and I'm always the one that's like, "Yo, you can just not look at the shit," and I need to take my own advice because I I was compulsively looking at the shit, and the only thing that got me out of it is my deep commitment. Uh, to Neo Scavenger, which is consuming my entire fucking life. Oh, I have, I yeah, I have a, a tab open because you're you repped it, and I was I was very curious. Will you explain it to to both of us in the audience? Sure. Uh, it is. I saw it on uh, Good Old Games uh, GOG for uh, like four bucks, and I had put it off forever. I was in the middle of playing another game, I, so. Uh, not to bore anybody, I took a job in games, and uh, I'm not Mr. Game. I play maybe four games a year, so uh, I've been trying to bone up and understand I you said games. Uh, games a little bit better. Like, mm-hmm. I took a job in games. I was like, dude, I like the way you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> you like so, that, the show, the movie with The Rock and uh, Marky Wahlberg. Yeah, no, that. So the I'm I'm trying to understand. So I've been trying to get a variety of games. I got a whole list, the way that people try to read classic books. I've got my little list of games that I'm trying to get through and all this. And this one wasn't on my list, but I saw it mad cheap and I was like, it's so well-reviewed. People love, all right, I'll give it a fucking shot. And here's what it is. It's a pure survival game. Like, like unadulterated, you have to enjoy the idea of, it's Oregon Trail. You have to enjoy the idea of dying of sepsis. You know what I mean? You have to enjoy enjoy that you're going to be fighting off uh, uh, like marauders, but also fighting off uh, cholera. And is it is it uh, computer based, Pat. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, oh, you, okay. you can get it from Mac. You can get it for anything. But it's it, it's uh, it, and when I went into a little bit of research on what the game like, oh, who made this game? It's a single developer. Used to work for like you know Blizzard or whoever. And is just a pen and paper role playing nerd. Oh, that's awesome! And he, this is the type of game he wants. Uh, it is a, a passion thing that he does, and it really resonated with people, and really resonated with me. The way that I've described it is for anybody that's played uh, 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 Civilization. There's like this compulsiveness to the space bar where you want one more round, and 
that's what this game does so fucking well. It is, it's crack. It's, it, it's a problem. It's like a real, like you're strung out playing it. Like, and I, but it's also relaxing. The, uh, it's, it's frustrating. You're going to die all the time, but it's also relaxing in the respect that you have to make a fire to boil your water so that you don't get stomach intestinal problems and right. die of diarrhea. You know what I mean? So it is really fucking, I just killed two large dog men uh, and I survived that, but now very likely I'm going to die of infection. That's awesome. Love it. Neo scavenger, our uh, unspoken um, sponsor. Fourth sponsor. Yeah. There we Fifth go. Sponsor. Fifth so, sponsor. So Pat, how does this work? So like you die, do you go back to the start or like, do you, do you start from where you just died? How does this work? So it's not even, it's uh, I think it's considered like a, I think that quality is called a roguelike. It's, it's a permadeath. It's not permadeath in the respect that some games do where you, where the stuff that you, you start at the beginning, but you, you still have all your gains, like, right. Uh, like, like things that you've earned. This is, you're fucking dead. And now you're starting with a new character. That's it. Oh, shit. And so What's the longest I've ever lived in game time is 11 days. <laughs> That's the longest. How long was that for you? Like in real time? That was probably only like two hours. Maybe, maybe Tom asked the great question. What are the graphics? Cause I've only seen you post, um, like character stat. I mean, I haven't played a computer computer game since probably since the nineties. It's very basic hexagonal stuff, but doesn't look like shit. Neat. Okay. Good okay. luck. Um, so, uh, with that said, um, Oh, hold on. I should probably say that for people that are like loot freaks, which is like a type of gamer, yeah, yeah. like Diablo nut job, like, like just it has to play one more round to see if they can find the eh, like it has all of that shit. Like when you find a downed helicopter that's full of like aspirin, you're like, holy fucking shit. I got that. Ah! And it is that part of it is super well done. Do you so play that you are like... You're, you're crafting shit, but you're also stuff that you find. You're just like, uh, like when I, when I killed somebody and f- on their body, I found a perfectly sculpted war club. I, <laughs> I was like, Oh, I got to stop playing. Cause if this character dies, I'm going to feel mournful for the, for the morn. The Do you war play club. with other people? No, no. Oh, so it's not even like you're all in the same kind of, no, no, that, that I, I'm sure that, I'm sure that that is a, a, like a format that some people would enjoy, but it would be utter chaos. It would be like Grand Theft Auto to the extreme, where people are just looting each other's shit all day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it would have it would have to get tribal really quick. You ever yeah. played Red Dead Redemption? Oh yeah. Yeah. Is it like that? No, I mean it's so it's so much more basic. So it's yeah. Like, t- Tom, it looks it's like closer it's un- to, to a handwritten game, Tom, than than that. Like you yeah, it, 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 I mean it's it, it's above Oregon Trail, but it's like. It looks like a, you know, like a 1999 computer game. Okay. And then you, it's strictly like space bar in the direction keys? Uh, you could do it like that. It, uh, I use my little mouse, uh, or not mouse, my little uh, 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 trackpad. Okay. Uh, trust me, whatever fucking, whatever your rig is, it will play this. It actually, I have it running, so it says that I've played the game for like 90 hours, but that's obviously not true. It's just because I've had it run, it runs behind everything because it requires nothing of my computer. It is, it's the perfect game. I love it. I've never heard you this happy. 
No, I mean, I, it's 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 also bad because I'm strung out. Yeah, yeah, you're you're fixed on it right now, huh? Yeah, I, that's all I think about. Um, well, with that said, uh, we uh, this is the first episode that we've all done together since. Well, and I guess let's pull back the curtain a little bit. Um, we were recording uh, for a bonus episode that we were planning to release last week that, that we then have since have released as a Patreon episode. So hopefully everyone Patreon have, here's that, um, Tom let us know that, uh, as we were recording, it was announced that, uh, Riley Gale from, um, from power trip died. Uh, so you probably got a chance to hear our episode re air of the, interview that we did with them two something years ago but uh you know i wanted to give you guys both a chance to say a thing if you want but um you know i i i re-listened to the episode and and i should also mention that he he was really not disappointed he had a nice time but he was looking forward to have being on with all three of us yeah Yeah. with all three of us he was looking forward to talking metalcore unfortunately me and andrew dugan couldn't couldn't provide that for him (laughs) the way he would liked and uh so uh huge tragedy really sad yeah Um, i mean you know we said it on the other episode too um well first i just want to say like your 15 minute eulogy uh was fucking incredible i just i want to say that like we didn't really get to talk about it that much because we kind of hustled to get this together yeah. and to kind of make sure that it was out there for, you know, for folks to hear, hear his voice and just like hear him like in his most natural kind of state. You know what I mean? Just fucking hanging yeah. out, talking about hardcore with his friends, you know? Um, so I just want to say like your, your intro, like that you recorded kind of so fucking totally off the cuff, just kind of talking off the top of your head. Yeah. It was incredible. So thank, thank you. you. That, thank that you. Was that was very nice. Very nice. Um, you know, we said like he was a super kind-hearted dude. Like you, you, I've never seen an outpouring of love for one individual in my entire life. People that were yeah. far more famous than him, yeah. Quite honestly, yeah. Oh, yeah. Never. I mean, literally. I mean, you know, three and four days later, every single thing on the internet is him, and not just you know these like articles about him and stuff like this, but just like. There was a never-ending like stream of like these unbelievable stories that people have, and like I was saying to um, Alexa, our friend Alexa, mm-hmm. don't turn on Alexa. Sorry, <laughs> I'm gonna get like I don't know yeah, that yeah. joke. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, we were saying like you know it's awesome. You know, fucking Rob Halford is talking about him, and Ice T and Anthrax and all this stuff, and that's fucking cool shit. Like a hardcore kid to be to have like you know gotten to that level that these legends are talking about him. Amazing. But, you know, like I got more out of like, hey, you know, my band played with him in Little Rock in 2011 and he was like so incredibly kind to me or like he booked my band when no one else would or he did like all these stories of him, like just being kind for kindness's sake and not sort of like there was no clout. There was no he like when you were talking to him, you were the most important person in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. You know what I mean? And like that's you know in hardcore that's not always the case you know what i mean i think you see a lot you know you see people you know talking and they're like kind of looking for the next person to kind of like it's like a trolley car you're jumping off one to get to the next and he was always kind of like took time to you know stories about like oh i was there you know with my niece or my cousin and like you know they're you know eight years old and he like the nice things that he did for them or like 
the, the stories were incredible. And I think those are the most kind of telling stories about him. Like, yeah. it's cool that he, like, he fucking broke the glass ceiling above hardcore. But, like, just him as a human being and the interactions that, like, hundreds and thousands of people have a story about him. Yeah. And it's not him on a stage is pretty fucking awesome to me. So, you know, we'll miss him. We'll miss his talent. And we'll just miss him, like, his fucking outlook on life. And I think if anything is learned from this, you know, people really kind of need to take after that dude's kind of, you know, his attitude, his belief system, his, you know, just how he treated the next person. Yeah. It's something that we all, can all improve upon. And I think he's he's a good kind of um, archetype to look towards. So RIP, buddy. Yeah. Um, for uh, my end, I have uh, I was talking to the fellows before we went to air uh, about how specific and sort of. Uh, my view, my views on on people passing is uh, is not for everybody, and I understand that. Uh, I think that what Tom just said is is uh, well said, which is that the I'm we're, we've all been heartened to see that a lot of people have made this about the man, and I think that for whatever reason, I don't. Again, I'm not trying to guilt anybody for seeing the world different than me, but for whatever reason, that's so important to me. Like I like Power Trip, and I know some people loved Power Trip, but that to me that doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't fucking matter. I know that for most people, that's that's the extent of their relationship with the man, and that's all they got to go on, and that's fine. I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad. I, I I'm just saying that like I'm I was it was nice to see more people talking about the way that he treated them, the 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 way that he conducted himself, yeah. because that. Uh, you know, for my own, again, just for my own measure, that that's who you are. It, it's not your accomplishments in this life. You, you don't take them with you. And that's not people like it, it, it's, it's what people can say about you as a man. So, uh, uh, you know, uh, I haven't, everybody's got the detractors, but if Riley's got any, they haven't surfaced yet <laughs> because everybody's got something positive to say. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, RIP Riley. Uh, what do you guys feel like discussing today? I have a few options if we have any kind of more general stuff. Um, I also have uh, what might be a fun exercise, but if there's any kind of quick hitsy type stuff you want to get into, we can do that. I just got my Mind Force tape in the uh, in the mail today. Oh, shout out to Streets of Hate. Put out that Mind Force tape, made it look like the old uh, Another Planet, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, Another Planet, like those... those uh, double discs that they put out. That's mm-hmm. so cool. So cool. They, they, they did such a fucking awesome job. It's unbelievable. Shout out to shout out to Alex and Nicole. Streets of Hate uh, fam forever. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, so I just got that in the mail. It should tell you how fucked up the mail is. It was mailed on the on in the middle of uh, August and it took over 2 weeks to get here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, to go to go uh, 30 miles. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's right. Amazing. Um, yeah, um so I got that. I'm pretty excited about that. Um they did. Do you see the? Um, there's like a uh, Riley um, T-shirt. T-shirt that all yes. the money's going to Dallas charity. charity? DallasHopeCharities.org. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. Let me try to find that shirt. Um, yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. That's a good one. No, we're, this is a loose one. We, you know, we've we've had some heavy times here. Um, yes. Yeah. So we talked about last week, and this is going to be on our. This is on air production. We're going to do the. Uh, 
how to try to age gracefully in hardcore. Oh. I think oh. we're also going to have to do the how to internet appropriately um, because oh. I think we yeah, all need a few minutes on it. Yeah. Well, yes, so, that's it's like a branch, but there's also I think we might have hints that are all ages appropriate. Um, but uh, you know, here's here's an idea I just want to run past you guys, and we can touch on it in greater greater depth when we do that episode is it possible that we're using the internet incorrectly yes but i don't like I the, think who's weak I, the three of us yeah i mean i, I think yeah, i would use it internet. less um what I, what i mean by this is we've all been really discouraged by some of the uh uh bad faith the 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 hatefulness that we see out here yeah. uh, and the unwillingness uh to even humor a reasonable conversation and that bums us all out. But is it possible that we are the fucking morons that are going to the country music event and wondering why there's not hip hop blaring out of the fucking speakers? It like, we're, we're too serious. Like it's just like, you know, get in on the troll show, bro. Yeah, well, yeah, the troll show, but like maybe it's actually meant for, for psychological warlords. You know what I mean? Maybe it's not meant for, for good people <laughs> well that's that's what i think yeah, i think true. it is i think that um so maybe that's that's the the slant of it is how to use the internet if you're not looking to participate in wide-scale psyops yeah yeah you I know, mean, I like because for like music that's how i follow up on sports, sports video games all sorts of things that people are interested it's a great place but also it's um you know a friend of mine described uh he, he recently went to Chicago and this is no diss to Chicago, but um, Chicago's going through a rough time right now. I, I actually think that's something that on a national level, people should use the internet to learn more about what the hell's going on in Chicago. But he, he went and did a kind of tourist trip there with his wife and talked to somebody beforehand who's lived there their whole life. And they're like, okay, well you, you should go here and go there and go here. And um, you're going to want to stay away from here. And you know, that good vegan restaurant there, don't bother. Don't go there. It's just not, mm. it's just not, not okay right now. And, um, and that maybe is how we have to treat the internet and the way we conduct and interact with it because man, you can do some great things on it and you can see some great things and you can feel some great things and learn some cool things. But boy, uh, sometimes I know all three of us, we get on here before we record and it's like, it's almost like a vent session. <laughs> To get the internet out of our bones, a lot of motherfucking. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if um, if you go to doyersfoo.bigcartel.com, which is d o y e r s f o o .bigcartel.com, uh, the Riley Gale Forever shirt is there. It is up until the fourth, so you got a few more days. Um, it is uh, every dollar donated will be matched one to one. So, um, cool. so it's 20 bucks. It's a cool shirt. Do it. Um, a good thing from the internet. I have a good thing that I'd like to bring up from the internet. Please. Um, how cool is it that every NBA arena is going to be used as a polling place? I'd say it's about as good a use as they can have right now. So, uh, shout out. I think that's pretty amazing that like the players were able to kind of be like, oh, so you want us back. Yeah. Okay. Here's what we want. Yeah, enacting some really uh, exceptional move, 30 major U.S. cities. And it's not just open for polling on Election Day, but a lot of early 
voting. Uh, I know MSG is going to be open. I don't know if it's for a two week period or a week period, but that's a pretty big commitment. Um, yeah, I mean, Jim Dolan's going to be playing with the straight shot every night, but if you can deal with that, (laughs) yeah, he's going to be up on the stage. uh, uh, Like I should have known that I read here (laughs) a couple years ago, he's going to be in the Pope mobile, but, um, yeah like yo the the whole world is so heavy um and it's great it's just like if you don't follow sports i understand but basically long story short group of players after the jacob blake shooting in kenosha uh followed by another ugly event with uh, uh, a 17 year old white kid with an automatic rifle um murdering a couple protesters and injuring others um they uh, they said, yo, you know what? We're not okay with this. This isn't how it should be. And and if we're here doing this in the middle of a pandemic and, you know, part of their whole reason for going was to have a platform. And uh, now they went beyond just having a platform, but used it in a really strong way. Um, and I think we'll see more of that, actually. So uh, excited for that. You see what the Mets did? They did the 42 seconds and then walked off the field. I thought that was pretty cool. I agree. I, I mean, I think it's. I think <clears throat> we're starting to see what people can do if you say, "No, I'm not just going to go about things normally." Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw someone make a mention like, maybe everyone should just stop going to work. Yeah. I mean, hey, we stop. <laughs> If everyone stopped, it would be uh, it'd be interesting. And so, you know, a lot of this is kind of pie in the sky, but it's also we're at a time where nothing is normal and uh, we shouldn't act like it is. Um, no. We do this podcast and have fun with it, but you'll obviously hear a lot of our conversations turn here and we've put a focus on not not doing that. Um, while at the same time trying to give you some uh, breathers because – I think it's important to have a balance just in your own head. I think all three of us have had those moments where it's like, Jesus, I'm, I, I got 15 sandbags on my shoulders just because I can't escape this. Um, so whether it's sports, whether it's uh, Neo Scavenger, or whether it's this podcast, hopefully uh, hopefully we give you a few moments of, of chill, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. I was watching, uh, what's our boy, the, the guy that drives, our dude? Charlie uh, Bow. Charlie Bow. He was in Albany not that long ago. Yes, he was. Wow. See, I don't know how how, what, how quick the turnaround is. I don't think there's a lot of editing going on. No. But he was there like when in the last month. Now he just posted one. He's in Kenosha. But uh, yeah, he 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 he's been uh, like every day after whatever's been going on in the Midwest. He's there the following day. Wow, that's fucking incredible. You know, retirement looks dope. Yeah, we gotta we all gotta work on that quick. To just drive around and just fucking, I mean, isn't that tour pretty much? Yeah, yeah, but Charlie Bo gets to be late to things, whereas I, I get the hell he yelled at if I'm late to things on tour. That's um, true. I mean, he probably posts up at Whole Foods too, just fucking hangs. Yeah. Um, I somehow doubt you'll get the same re- re- uh, reactions about asking folks about you know what goes on. Yeah, social issues. I, I I don't know if I if I'll be as well received as Charlie Bo. Charlie Bo seems to be like a. a Proper. Uh, he must be a giant man too, because uh, no question. I, in my head, I have a pr- I have an image of him in my head that I would be shocked if it was wrong. Really? Okay. Pretty amazing that no one knows. I love yeah. it. Yeah, I love it. Wonderful um, watch, though. Wonderful watch. 
So, um, really, what do I have here? Um, uh, I have some questions for you guys, and I'll explain it. I think this will be kind of a fun activity. Um, but before I do, I want to make sure we get any other comments. Pat, how are your? How is the drug church recording going? I uh, just got the first mix for one of the songs, and it is dope. Uh, so I, I did the EP. Um, Great. And uh, the LP, I'll start recording probably mm, this upcoming week. Uh, wow. And, um, you know, it, it, it's, uh, uh, it's going well. I think that they're going to bounce songs from the LP to, so for anybody that doesn't know, we recorded an LP. Uh, we are not comfortable putting out an LP when we can't tour on it because we're a relatively hard touring band. Uh, and, uh, but at the same time, we got to do right by a label that has an investment of that entire LP and probably does not want to be sitting on it for, for Forever. a year and a half. So, uh, we went back in the studio, recorded three more songs, and uh, are going to use that uh, as the EP uh, to remind people we're alive, hopefully get people excited for when the LP comes out. Uh, I, Based on what I've recorded, I think that that will be how it goes. I think that these are really good songs, and uh, if you enjoy Drug Church, you'll, I mean, you'd, it'd be weird if you didn't like these songs. They're very much in the pocket. Cool. Um, all right. So, uh, anyone who doesn't know, we do a Patreon. Uh, you can go there, subscribe, patreon.com slash axe to grind podcast, I think. Uh, but we asked people to give us questions. And I thought, yo, awesome. We got amazing feedback. Tons of questions came in. We answered the first half of them on uh, an episode that came out, I believe, yesterday. And the rest we're going to answer next week, maybe. Um, but while they were doing it, some of the more off kilter questions didn't I was like, man, there was a lot of people throwing fastballs and not a lot of curveballs. Um, and so I was like, you know what? It was a fun effort to do questions with you guys before. Um, and uh, something I used to do with friends um, at the shore, I used to send out essentially a questionnaire randomly with off the wall questions. Why did I do that? Um, it was just a fun way to interact with people and see these answers and see how different my friends were. And, uh, it, it ended up being just a super fun thing. I did it for a few years. I haven't done one in a while, but, uh, now might be the right time to revisit. Um, but because you guys are both my friends, I would like to, uh, ask you guys, um, some questions. I ha- I only have 56 of them. <laughs> so let's see how many we can do. The most of them are not very long answer questions and uh many of them are very fun, but we have plenty of time to not do all 56 or to stop and if we have thoughts on any we can kind of extrapolate. How do you feel about all right. that? Hit me. All right, first question. What is your favorite Michael Jackson song? Patrick, start us off. Uh probably PYT. Whoa. Okay. Tom, favorite Michael Jackson song? Um, I might go Say, Say, Say. Great song. Good good pick. Nobody Goes Dirty Diana. Hmm. Okay. Pretty great song. That was in my head the other day. It's a fucking banger. First first record I ever bought was Thriller. Is it okay that we like Michael Jackson still? I mean, you know how I'm going to go on this. I know. This is one of the only arguments from separating artists from art and being able to acknowledge it. I don't listen to adult Michael Jackson, but I still fuck with, fuck with the Jackson 5. Oh, 
you know, tracks, great music. Oh, I mean, just as many, if not more. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Yes. One show you wish you could have been at, Tom, and we'll go back and forth with who answers first. Okay. Uh, show I could wish I would have been at. Um, Sugar and Velocity Girl at Roseland. Mm. Um, we Indecision was recording their second demo, and I had to be there for some fucking reason. I didn't even sing. Patrick, show you could have been at. Show I could have been at or or wanted to be at? Like well, all time? Yeah, sure. I mean, all time is different, though. Well, just one that, that you could have been at, but you weren't for a reason. Right. Okay. Like you so had the opportunity or whatever. So technically, I had the opportunity to be at this fucking, I don't know if you guys watched it. There was a sick of it all show from Saratoga Winners that I sent you guys in the group chat yeah. the other day. Yeah. That it is so, it's the perfect sick of it all era. That's a perfect, perfect set list. It's awesome. Uh, and I was watching it and I was so hype. So I'm going to go with that one for now. Okay. What's your favorite berry, Patrick? Favorite berry? I actually really like blackberries. Tom? Blueberry. Okay. Would you eat a rock the size of a quarter for $50,000? Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. Okay. What's the largest size rock you think you could eat? That's it. I mean, unless there's a hundred grand, in which case I'll eat one the size of an egg. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think, I don't, I think anything over that, over a quarter, you're starting to get in a really rough spot. Yeah. Um, The the surgery is going to cost more than 50 K. Um, Tom starts off. What's the best Island on earth? The best Island on earth. Fuck. Um, I'm, I'm going to guess and say Bali. Mm, okay. Patrick. Um, Manhattan, right. Pat, let me just say it. I'll say strong Island. Sure. That's your final answer. Wow. Okay. Wow. I figured you just go like Hawaii or or Australia. No, I'm just, I'm just ass kissing, just in case Pat. I got some enemies in. Long Maybe you Island, should be ass kissing Australia. That's a fact. Okay. There you go. But it, but that's like a continent. It's such a cheap thing. To I know. Call. I, mean, I know. It's it's a weird one. Like, yeah, New Zealand should be right. New Zealand can be an mm-hmm. island. Australia, it's a little big. Um, describe the, this, Patrick. You start this one. Describe the worst picture of you that you can remember. And if I, I'll start, um, it's my maybe, yeah, sixth grade or seventh grade yearbook photo. I was going really hard for the Eddie Furlong, but unfortunately, my hair didn't, I didn't know how to flat iron my hair, probably like Eddie did, but it would curl and flip up. And so it had that look. And the photographer made me pose in a weird way. And so it sort of looked like I, I feel like I looked like E.T. with bad hair in the photo. So <laughs> I'm going to say uh, I, there was a string of photos where I, I knew I was going to have my photo taken for some official purpose and I would go get a haircut. But because I'm not really an aesthetic person when it comes to my looks i've never had like anything dialed in as far as like how to look good or hot or any of that shit i look like tim mcveigh in like four of my official photos like if i if i'm ever a suspect in a mass shooting 
they're just going to put this on TV and everybody's yeah. going to nod. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? They're going to yeah. go, oh, yeah, 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 sure. So this is your other ask is when you die, let's make sure that those aren't the photos used. I'll be dead. I don't give a fuck. Okay. Then, Tell people I was a mass shooter. Okay. Care. Fuck Fine. it. Tom. Um, there's, there's many, um, there's one, I'm probably like seventh grade. I don't know why, but I'm wearing a, like a white, uh, like white jacket. Yeah. With like the sleeves rolled up fully fucking Miami vice. Sure. Oh, oh that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Not that great. Um, At the time. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, so yeah, it's a little past, past the due date. Um, I don't know what my hair is doing. Um, and I didn't, I couldn't grow facial hair yet. So I looked like a thumb. Oh man. All right. Mm. All right. Uh, favorite athlete of all time. Tom, start us off. I'm going to say Chris Mullen. Ooh, nice. Oh, nice. Wow. Patrick. Uh, I mean, I, I grew up during the Jeter era and enjoyed the his middle late period where he would just be jumping in the air for no fucking reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but as as a as a much younger kid, uh, my father was a Knicks fan, and uh, I always enjoyed John Starks and pl- playing uh, NBA Jam. Oh. Had to, I think he was an alt on on NBA yeah, he Jam. Was. He was an alt. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Do you ever hear that story about Derek Jeter would hand out like baskets yes. to women? Who yes. <laughs> we celebrate. I mean, we celebrate Derek Jeter on this podcast. I do. Derek Sanderson Jeter. Yeah. Uh, oh, also, uh, we should say uh, Derek Jeter uh, rumored to have silently been paying for the education of many, many, many Kalamazoo kids. Uh, I don't know if it's true or not, but there is. So there's a fund for Kalamazoo kids that if they like. Uh, it's some shit where if they want to go to school in in state, their education's paid for if they come from like these few schools because these few schools are disadvantaged in some yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, wow. And the money, like UM or whatever, and they're in. Sure. Yeah, and appar- apparently, right. apparently nobody knows where the money comes from, and there's a persistent rumor that it comes from Derek Jeter, and I, I prefer to enjoy that, or uh, I prefer yeah. to believe that. I, I wouldn't that. be shocked. Yeah, yeah, I'm with that. That's awesome. Um. Okay. Who starts this one? Uh, Patrick, you start this one. If you had to go into business with a family member, who would it be and what would you do? Uh, I own a parking lot with my brother. Okay. Tom. Um, my little sister and probably some vigilante thing because she's, she's badass. All right, there we go. <laughs> so, so l- 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 let me expand for a second on why no. I chose that. Let's talk parking lots. You have some so, history. So, uh, a family member uh, comes over and and he's a landscaper. So uh, he comes and does the lawn. Uh, we chill for a long time when he comes. I really enjoy him. We've got on the surface literally nothing in common, but we just l- love John, you know, and. Uh, he has had every type of semi-legal, uh, under the table sort of job that there is. And he really can get like almost emotional, like look off in the distance when it comes to being a parking lot attendant, because it's an, you're working for criminals without a question and they know you're stealing because they're also stealing. And they are totally okay with it 
as long as you don't go over what is an acceptable theft. And that is his sweet spot. And he loved it every day of it. <laughs> it, made, it made it seem like, you know, that seems fun. If I did that with somebody that I did not mind stealing from me, that would be like a fun sort of entrepreneurial venture. Yeah. So, I mean, where, where are we open in this parking lot? Damn. I don't know. I, I mean, it, it, if New York keeps going the way it is, we could yeah. probably turn MSG into a fucking yeah, parking clear, lot. Clear in two years. Buildings. That's right. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, pick one crayons, colored pencils or markers. Colored pencils. Tom? Markers. Okay. Agnostic front or mad ball? Mad I'm ball. going mad ball. Mad ball, mad ball. Okay. Okay. Eh, you I'd have, have to think about that. No, I'd have to think about it. Okay. Yeah, that was first off the top of my head. I, I like, love the gut reaction, guys. It's, it's really nice, but it's, you know. It's tough. We're honestly, 2020 feels like a mad ball year. You know what I mean? We need some more mad ball. It's, we got to fucking. It's slightly more menacing. And, yeah. and 2020 has been very menacing. Yeah. Um, okay. Would you rather take 30 steps in dog shit? Meaning each step you take, you're stepping into piles of dog shit. Yes. Or one step into a giant cow shit. Am I wearing shoes? You're wearing shoes. You're wearing you're the typical shoes you wear when you go out most days. I'd go one step into a cow patty. Okay. Patrick. I can't think of an occasion where I'll have the opportunity to step in 30 dog shit, so I'll do it for the experience. <laughs> now, here's my caveat here. I think... And I, I upped it to 30 because it was going to be 10 steps in dog shit. I was like, I think that's too easy because then like 10 steps in dog shit, you're, you're pretty clearly able to wash that off your shoes. One step in cow shit, it's probably getting in the shoe, right? Yeah. And is there a chance of you losing your shoe in the cow shit? Yeah. Th- there's a risk of that for sure. I think if you like step in cow shit, there's a risk. There's a risk. Yeah. Now, 30 steps in dog shit. That 30 steps is a pretty good walk. And dog shit, dog shit, dog shit. You're getting clumpy. You probably can keep it out of your shoes, but you, you might know. slip at some point and fall into the dog poop. Yes, much better chance of that. Um, so yeah, I, I want everyone at home to think about that too. Ponder that before you go to bed tonight. Um, start us off, Tom. Nevada or Pennsylvania? Nevada. Patrick. Nevada by a factor of twenty thousand. We are going to do our. 50 state ranking episodes sometime in the future. Whoa. Soup or a sandwich. You can only choose one. Fuck. Uh, do you, will you tell me what kind or do I got to go in this blind? You go in blind. Mm. It's like that thing where they're under the cover. Like A is yeah, a soup. Fuck, a fuck is it. A I'll do soup. Fuck it. I'll do soup. Tom, you doing soup or a sandwich? I'd go sandwich. I, I don't know which way is safer. There's a lot of there's a lot and, and we'll just say that dietary restrictions wise, it's it's vegan, it's vegetarian, whatever. You know what I mean? A sandwich could go the wrong like it can go the wrong way. Real bad turn. It could go like the a, wrong way. Soup is soup. Soup, but you could there are some weird soups, but soup might be the safer pick. Sandwich might have a higher ceiling, you know? That's true. All right. Um continuing off that one. Most memorable post show eating experience. And I said most because maybe you didn't have the greatest or just, but, but, uh, an, a post show eating experience that stands out. And if you have a story, 
Who's going first? Either of you. Whoever's got it. Um, one of the more memorable ones in Orlando. Okay. There was a hospital that had a 24-hour cafeteria that you could go to. Mm-hmm. And it was all like fucking – they had like everything. They had vegan stuff. They had vegetarian stuff. They had everything. And everything was like super cheap. So like literally after a show in Orlando, um, the silent majority Millhouse uh, indecision and like 30 other kids from the show went to this giant cafeteria in an Orlando hospital and ate a bunch of cheap vegetarian food. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. I, I know that spot. Sure. Remember, right? I don't know if it still does it, but it was pretty fun. Cool. Yes. My answer is going to be, this isn't a positive one. Uh, there's a venue in, I want to say Manchester, uh, pretty good room, uh, like classic bi- I mean, it's ugly fucking room because it's so poorly lit and all that, but it's, you know, it's got potential and it's, uh, but it's upstairs. So it's an annoying load. And it, it, the guy who owns it is like total fucking pub fucker, you know, just like absolute fucking like l- looks like uh, Frankie from Leatherface. And uh, in 2020, just, we're, we're lacking in dis terms and pub fucker is, is now on the list. Okay. Great, great use. Yeah. Everybody can picture that guy in their head when Immediate, I say that. Right? Immediately. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, we got some very greasy Ethiopian food, uh, I think courtesy of the promoter. Thank you. And, uh, the, while we're trying to eat the show just ended, we're starving, we're shoveling food into our face. The venue guy is just basically verbally abusing us to get the fuck out. Whoa. <laughs> that took a turn. And the, but the thing is now, there's certain members of uh, self-defense that you can't say things to. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then there's others that you can. And then there's some that look forward to it for different reasons, right? Like some people like the excuse to be hostile. Other people like the excuse to be a smart ass and it's different personalities, but th- this type of dude puts you in a circumstance because you look at him and you're like, nothing I can say or take away from you. Is there, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like this isn't like, um, like, yes, technically I could beat you up technically because you're old and an alcoholic technically. Yeah. But (laughs) you've also been taking blows to the face your entire fucking life. This is probably a joy to you. You know what I mean? Like you, I like, that's like a situation. Like it's like a, like an action movie where like the bad guy gets punched and he slowly turns and he's smiling. You know what I mean? (laughs) It seems like that. It seems like that sort of affair. Yeah. And then if you try being witty with him, I mean, look, I can't beat the English at that shit. They got all sorts of words I don't know. Mm, mm, true. Okay. G- both good stories. Uh, Orlando and Manchester. I didn't expect to go there. Uh, start us off here, Patrick. Public pools. Cool? Gross? Both? Yeah, they're gross, but they're cool. I mean, I listen, the YMCA, I had to put in my appointment at the YMCA, my reservation at the YMCA for Monday. And... Uh, I'm mournful that the, uh, the, the, the steam room is not going to be open. Uh, but the pool is, and I only requested the weight room, but Mm. I might become a pool guy, uh, just to have something to do. Uh, but this is certainly gross. Okay. Disgusting. Tom, public pools, cool, gross, both. Definitely both. Okay. But enjoyable. What I would give for a public pool right now. When's the last time either of you went to an outdoor public pool? 
got to be weird. hotels. Oh yeah. What, what, what about apartment complexes? Uh, this summer then. Okay. No, not this summer. Uh, uh, winter. I was in LA. Whenever. Yeah, right, right. Um, let's say yeah. Let's count. Let's count hotels. Yeah, sure. Uh, not long ago. Yeah, December, January. Nice. All right. Good deal. February. Yeah. Okay. Um, Tom, start us off. Yes. Could you win a third grade spelling bee today? Yes. Patrick. Um, yeah. Nope. Tom, Definitely. you you think no problem? I think you could too. I'm a pretty good speller. Um. And in grammar school, I was in third grade, and I was in a, the finals of a spelling bee with an eighth grader. So nice, bring it on! Uh, today, I could not spell "accommodate" close enough for the uh, spell checker to register it. Wow. <laughs> I can't even guess. I was it knows all the words, and it couldn't guess what you're trying to yeah. say. Yeah, it started at fifth. I moved it to third just to give it a little bit more grease. First grade, I think you could do PK. Yeah, I agree. Okay, uh, Patrick, start us off in 2020. Is metalcore a defined subgenre of hardcore, or its own genre beside next to hardcore? Uh, the the former, um, because even though I personally think the latter, the young people who will be defining that moving forward, I think call metalcore hardcore. So it's just a wash. It, it's just uh, like I don't have any control over the future. Tom. I agree with Pat. Yeah, I agree with Pat. Okay. Well said. Uh, Tom, do you think dolphins are friendly? Um, probably too friendly sometimes from some of the videos I've seen. Um, That's a rumor. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would, I would imagine they're pretty smart. So you've seen them like rescue people and stuff. Patrick, are dolphins friendly? Yeah, uh, that's yeah. From my, my understanding, I, I've I don't know if I've ever been in the company of one. Mm-hmm. No, uh, I haven't. Uh, next question: Do you think whales are friendly, Patrick? Supposedly, but I don't trust anything that can like, like stun me and then drown me with just passing by me close enough. Mm. Tom, I think they're pretty pretty friendly. Okay, uh, Tom, if a bear attacked you in a Denny's parking lot, what length would you go to to defeat it? If it attacked me in the Denny's parking in a lot, Denny's parking lot, yeah. What length would I go to feed it? To defeat it, to to oh, to best to it in in battle. Uh, yeah, no, I was like defeat it. I was like, I wouldn't even it. give. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even, trying to feed it. I'm just give him a like, give him my grand fuck? slam. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm not trying to give him the shits. Yeah, um, I'd probably pick up one of those uh, the the cigarette things outside and fucking oh, use okay. it. Bad. That's pretty desperate. That's I wouldn't touch cool. one of those for money. Um, it's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Dewey Halpas, host of Peer Pleasure on the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Join me each week as I explore another long-form conversation with one of your favorite musicians, actors, comedians, or creatives. From Chino Moreno of the Deftones, John Gorley of Portugal the Man, to Fat Mike from NoFX, and Ian MacKay from Fugazi and Minor Threat, we go all over the map. From Fall Out Boy to Slayer, Peer Pleasure has it all. Check us out now on Sound Talent Media. 
pay you. Did you have any plans this year? Ha! <laughs> How's that going? Did you get 2020? Well, welcome to a brand new podcast called 2020, where myself, Benny Goodman, and my good friends, Corey Pazin and Siobhan Cronin from the band Lost Symphony, also got 2020. And since the world ended this year, we decided why not just check in with some of our friends in the music industry and see how everyone's doing. We're going to get a candid look at life on and off the stage, as well as the mindset of some of the most successful people in the entertainment industry. New episodes drop every Sunday and Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And you can listen at 2 020-d.com, soundtalentmedia.com, or on your favorite podcast app. Uh, uh you know what? I don't know. I, I I'm weird about animals. I don't want to fucking. I know. And, that's why. Just, that's why this question's here. I like, know you're. Like, I know you're like, used to fighting in Denny's parking lot. So that's true. Uh, Maybe Pat, you give him like some moons over my hammer, and he just falls asleep. You pull his shirt over his head, or what? Yeah, I mean, I yes, and I would dump it. I would jump in a uh, dumpster, but I'm sure he'd follow me. Okay. So your 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 defeat is to escape him. Okay. Um, start us off here, Patrick. Is the worst person you know happy? That's difficult to say. Um, From your purview. Successful. Uh, listen, let me just say for people listening, this is like my biggest thing in life. It's funny that you should ask this because now you got it. You're in for it, and you're getting a full fucking minute. Um, I think that it is totally pointless. Like revenge style thinking is pointless uh, because like, for example, Donald Trump, Mm -hmm. people think that there'll be some comeuppance for this guy if he loses, but that's not how his brain thinks. He's always in his personal heaven. Do you know what I mean? And you got to reconcile that that's just is what it is. You got to work on you and work on getting the dude the fuck out of there if you don't want him there. But you're not going to teach him a lesson. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so I gave up on trying to teach the bad people in my life a lesson. And the fact is that I think some of them are very successful. Like the worst pieces of shit I know, some of it's fucking successful. And I am, uh, I'm not focused. If I focused on that, I'd be d- discouraged. But happy's different That's because right. happy, you can be successful, but still in your own little hell. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say, Okay, this is go- this sounds petty as fuck, but the worst person I know, I think is legitimately too dumb to self-reflect in a way that would allow them to feel hell. So, I'm going to say that they're enjoying themselves. Okay, so but you they're enjoying themselves, you don't know if that means they're happy though. I, I I think that they're happy insofar as they understand the meaning of that, okay. like okay. Mo- moment moment to moment. Okay. Tom, is the worst person you know happy? I don't know. Pat, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, clearly. <laughs> that was a joke. You're a wonderful person. Um, you know, probably because I think they, like Pat said, like they create their own, like the perimeter around them by either being so shitty or so stupid that they're like not smart enough to be upset. Yeah. Or, and- or caring enough to be upset about what's going on. So yeah, I would probably, the worst person I was pretty, pretty happy. Right. Like th- th- there's some expression about, I think it's about jails, but, but it applies across, which is uh, punishment only works on somebody good enough to feel punished. Yep. You, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, and sometimes that's the way it works with, with uh, like, like, like there's people look and not to name any names, but there's people out there like, 
like that are just if they're confronted with the reality of who they are it would break something in their brain so they'll dodge that to death like oh, it's self-preservation through yeah voice. exactly yeah. It, 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 they're taking they're taking who they are to the grave with them and it's just that's why i'm telling people like you know for your own mental health you gotta not give a fuck about other people yeah. <laughs> you know, just well, do you and i mean i asked the question because there is this this odd it's supposed to give good people solace or nice people or people who do good things solace to know like hey bad people you know they're not they're not happy and i i don't know that it's good for everyone to live in that kind of fantasy land um no for for every saddam hussein who's hung or whatever like there are dictators who who gassed people and shit who die on a gold toilet at the age of 80 you know what i'm saying you can't look for cosmic justice it don't fucking exist okay uh right now what would you do for a vegan klondike bar uh i would so a classic Klondike bar, maybe nothing, because I, this is a hot take on my part. I think Klondike bars would be much a hotter item if they were thinner. Ooh, okay. Is that possible? I have to agree. Yeah. I don't need that much ice cream. I agree. To, I think it throws I, like, off the balance. Hook a jaw. You got to like unlatch your jaw. Yeah. It's a, it's like a Dagwood sandwich. No, that's a good point. The um, those Magnum bars. Yeah. Wow. That's that's. Good. They have a good ratio. They got vegans of those. They do. Yo, uh, they got a good ratio, usually good filling or like something in there. Uh, less ice cream and and the chocolate. Ooh, so good. All right. So uh, so you're saying nothing. Tom, if we sent you a good vegan Klondike bar, what would you do for it? I'd say thanks. Okay, good. That works. Uh, so, Pat, I got a question for you. Go. How am I not saying on your record? Oh, so- shit. Uh, how are you not singing on my record? Yeah. Oh, there's still time. The LP? Are you kidding? I could sing. There's there's still time. I'm thinking about asking uh, uh, another icon so you'd be in good company. Wow. P- Pat, can I sing on the self-defense record? Why not? All right, cool. There we go. Go. Um, Tom, start us off. Last yes. time you sent flowers, was it a kind gesture or an apology? Kind gesture. Patrick? More of an apology. Okay. Mm, uh, uh, hold on. We, we, we've been kind of silly so far. Mm. Uh, so uh, can I take you, uh, us down yeah. a different road for a second? Country roads, uh, take me the, home. We're going dark? The, well, so, Tom, you've got like an affable sort of thing to you. So Thank people you. reach out to you when we talk about this. Sure. I don't want to beat this drum to death, but I saw a, a scary statistic today. There's a new data set that says that uh, I think it's people under 30, maybe it's no 25. Um, in the past uh, uh, six months, one in four has considered suicide. Uh, that's an insane, truly insane <laughs> sort of piece of data. Uh, if there's anything to that, um, it, it struck me that it, uh, you know, and I'm not Mr. Advocate for anything. I'm not trying to really improve anybody's life in any meaningful way even, but that upset, that number upset me. Uh, and just to anybody listening that maybe needs to hear that shit, I just thought I'd take an opportunity. We are going to be on the other side of this. Like this thing that's happening right now. Right. It seems endless, but it won't be. It won't be. 
it, it, it like and maybe maybe in this respect like because i'm talking to people under 25 maybe talking or maybe hearing it from some old fucks will help here um th- everything ends <laughs> like, like and sometimes that's tragic it's your marriage that sucks you know what i'm saying like but but everything fucking ends so like it, it, it's looking back on this and being like fuck right sucked. but now i'm good yeah so uh i don't know that that uh it struck me as such a scary scary number one in four people seriously thought about it yeah. you know yeah. but i mean i wonder uh, you know what quite honestly i wonder with the you know what the ratio was five years ago. I would venture to guess that it's probably not that much different. I, I think it's possible. That's possible. You know what I'm saying like I mean, it's you know a quarter of people have thought about it. Quite honestly, that seems about right. I don't know a lot of people that have not at least thought about it. Yeah, maybe not planned it and kind of never never taken one positive step towards attempting it. But I would be remiss. I mean, I would be kind of shocked to think that most people, maybe 25% of your friends, have thought about it in their lowest times, uh, at least considered it, and maybe not ma- made any definitive plan, but considered it. So, so yeah, that, that's entirely possible. So, so this data says a full 10% of the U.S. population generally had seriously contemplated suicide in the month of June. So, so like, yes, you might be, you might be entirely right. Yeah, I mean, but also in, in the month of June, not December because the holidays, not fucking Valentine, yeah. you know, not February for Valentine, like June when everything is yes. brand new yeah. and beautiful. Yes. Yes. That's so, a lot. Yeah. so, so just listen as a, you know, like everybody's got adversity in their life, but, 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 but like just as, as a dude who is now getting old. I, I, I just want to appeal to the young because we got a lot of fucking young listeners. I just want to say that, like, if you are in this quarter of the population that's thinking about harming yourself, like, yo, I don't don't hit my DMs, but just understand it. This will end. It doesn't require you shooting yourself. It, it, it There is another side to where we're at right now. Well said. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, reach out to your, you know, reach out to your people if you can. You know, no one literally. No one is alone in the world. Yeah, it's shockingly. Quite honestly, <laughs> shockingly. Like, I mean, that's something like we learned that you know through my work and stuff like that. Like, you know, it's easy to be like, oh, well, this person's houseless and has been out of the hospitals for twenty years. But it's like, oh, you have a sister that you're still in contact with, or like you, folks that you would think like, oh, there's no way because why would they be in such a position if they had right. any? this world and literally everybody when you ask someone for an emergency contact everybody's got somebody yeah yeah it's really tough it's uh if you feel like you don't have somebody no you're not alone there absolutely um okay can i uh can i ask you guys a uh a question that could be dark or silly sure would you rather live in a storage unit by yourself or yes in a punk house where you share a room with bunk first, beds. First. Tom. Oh, if I could, I, I would, yeah, live in a storage unit a yeah. hundred times before I'd live in that punk house. I had a storage unit that was big enough to live in in Huntington Beach, and I think it was $80 a month. <gasps> How hot did it get in there? It was pretty hot in the daytime. But yeah, at night, it, it, at night, I think it was nice. And I think if I could just have a fan in there, 
been if fine. I could get a shower, I would literally sleep anywhere. Yeah, I, know. I have. Yeah, yo, straight up. Um, okay, New Yorkers, Jets, New York Jets, or Buffalo Bills. Got to pick one. I know. Uh, <laughs> I'd go Jets. Yeah, Jets. Okay. Um, Boston Celtics or Los Angeles Lakers? Boston Celtics. Probably. Wow. Didn't know you guys were both racist. Okay. Um, <laughs> are the uh, Robert Parrish, Larry Bird, Kevin McHale? I know they got a great team. I I, I got a lot Jay. of love for it. Um, and they, even the new guys, Jalen Jalen Brown, Brown or Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are awesome. Awesome. Amazing. Awesome. Yo, hold on. Here's here's a question. Uh, so I got a. My father just blows LeBron all day. Uh, just loves LeBron, but yes, he uh, yeah, he, he brought up an idea that I, uh, I'm sure it's a conversation on sports radio, but I, I, I'd never even consider it, uh, considered it. Who, who is the, uh, the, the phenomenal kid from overseas? What's his name? Luca Doncic. Okay. Luca. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not even going to try to say that last thing. Not a chance. Doncic, not a fucking yeah, chance. Yeah, got it. it. Is it, oh, firstly, I'll ask you guys, is he as good as advertised? Yes. Yes. Okay, so with that in mind, is it possible that a white foreigner is the face of the NBA in three years? Tough. Tough. Uh, yeah. I think it'll be Giannis. Yeah, it's it's tough. It'll be, but it's kind of the amalgamation. You know, like, could Larry Bird have been the face of the NBA? No, but arguably from 1980 to 1985, he was the best player. Um, and right. having I mean, having a counter exactly having the counterpart yeah, of sure. Magic, and then you still had Dr. J around and Kareem and all these other guys, um, and then you know Jordan comes a couple of years later. Uh, it helps. And could you have a white foreigner as the face of the NBA? Yes, but it's pretty unlikely. I mean, think about like how you know. But I mean, number one, Bird, not that handsome. Oh. Magic Johnson, handsome guy. Yep. So of course, and Jordan, good-looking dude. Yep. He was going to be, you know what I mean. But like Luca, pretty handsome. Good-looking dude, yeah, for sure. John is pretty handsome. For sure. I mean, think about how good Nowitzki was. I know. Zion needs to tighten up because he's incredible. But if yeah. he loses a little, he tightens up. He could be. He's good-looking enough, you know. Like he's got a thing. Um, yeah, he's got like a be- Yeah, he's got like a really nice vibe. Yeah. So so no, um, Luca is is everything everybody says, and then some, and he's. Pat, you should watch him. He's incredible. Yeah, he just turned. That's, that's what my father says. He's just in awe of this kid. He's uh, twenty, by the way. He just tur- he turned twenty one like two months ago. Right. He was playing like in like the major leagues in like Europe at like sixteen, playing with like twenty five. Just fucking dominating. Dominating. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Um, are the lyrics to "I Love L.A." by Randy Newman offensive? And I'll read them to you. Hate New York. I, I know them by heart. Hate, hate but- New York City. It's cold and it's damp, and all the people dressed like monkeys. Let's leave Chicago to the Eskimos. That town's a little bit too rugged for you and me, bad girl. For you and me, you bad girl. But I think it's you and me, girl. Um, is that line offensive? Well, the Eskimos, I think, technically is. Technically um, is. The the monkeys thing, I think I think he means that people are like dressed too nicely. Uh, I guess. Oh, like like the whole like when monkeys would dress in suits. Thing. Yeah, okay. precisely. Right? Isn't uh-huh. that what, like a tuxedo, like whatever, like yeah, yeah. 
people would refer to it as like, hey, look, I'm wearing my monkey suit. Exactly. So I'm pretty sure that's what he's referring to. Uh, but Eskimos, I think, and uh, to our uh, indigenous listeners, you can let us know. I think that's a total faux pas now. I, b- I believe so, too. Yeah, it's Inuit, isn't it? Yeah, but I guess there are There's, literally Eskimos. Like, there yeah. are Eskimos. Yeah. But, but uh, I oh, no, you know what? No, it's not offensive because I – okay, well, somebody correct me if I'm yes. wrong. But my understanding is what is offensive is calling an Inuit or whatever various tribes might be up there. I don't fucking know. Uh, Eskimos. Right. That's offensive. That's right. But, but Eskimos do exist. So, no, it's not offensive. Okay. Uh, Tom, do you miss magazines? Um, yeah, I do. I like the idea of like, you know, I mean, I still like if I'm going on a plane yeah, or like taking a long train ride, oh yeah, like down to the shore or whatever, like I'll buy one. Yep. I barely read the fucking thing, I but know. I do like the idea of like the tangible, like I'm just going to read this one article. Yeah, I know. I know. It's such a waste, but I like it. Patrick. Yeah, same. Yeah. Uh, Patrick, start us off. What's the dumbest thing you've ever spent more than $20 on? I think that. Hillary Clinton shirt I bought the other day was like 30. Okay. I've got a follow up, but Tom first you, what's the dumbest thing you've ever spent more than $20 on? Um, fuck. Uh, that's really tough. Um, I mean, I've wasted a lot of money on like being lazy on it. I'm going to say an Uber ride. Okay. Okay. Uh, Patrick, what did your parents think of the uh, Hillary Clinton eating a baby shirt? They don't approve. But Do you have to watch that one yourself? or Here's the thing. Wearing an all-over print shirt is an experience all its own. I was laying in bed. I was, say again? You have an all-over print? It's an all-over print of Hillary Clinton with like demon eyes and vampire teeth that she's biting into a baby's head. So regardless of the content of the shirt, <laughs> an all over print yeah. is such a vibe. I was laying in a bed in my parents' home. I'm 67 years old and I'm wearing an all over print shirt. Go- looking at pornography on my laptop. And I'm think and and I'm thinking I need to drop food on this shirt and I need to I need to call my neighbor a bitch because that's the vibe. Do you know what I'm saying? Like did your it is, did your soul patch start growing at triple the rate? It is such a man child vibe to wear an all over print shirt. Yeah, you know, we talked about shorts fashion. I think uh, all over print shirts are shorts to shorts, you know, like you can I don't know what age it's appropriate to wear all over print shirts, but it, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not a legal never. drinking age. I'll say that. Um, okay. Uh, celebrity death that made you sad in a surprising way. And I actually wrote this before, uh, any of the news of the last couple of weeks when it's been kind of crushing, but, um, a celebrity death, someone who was not a part of our community or anything like that. Um, made you sad me? in a surprising way. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I think there was an actor this past year that I was surprised at my response, but I, now I don't recall who died. Um, 
No, I can't say off the top of my head. Okay. Tom? Um, I'd probably say Elliot Smith. Hmm. Like, I loved his music, but, like, I didn't realize how much of an impact it had. Yeah. Yeah. Until, you know. Um, okay. Back to the fun stuff. What's the worst hardcore style of the past 20 years? Tom, start us off. Worst hardcore style in the last 20 years. Yeah. And I'm thinking clothing, but if you have any other things, we can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have so many, and I'm going to offend so many people. Yeah. It's okay. We'll 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 get a few out here. I think people that I really care about too. So I don't. Okay. Really I mean, I'm going to say this. I'll go in. Uh, let me start. I don't think Castro hats work for many people. Like no. mosh hats. Yeah, mosh yeah. hats. Yeah. No. Um, I don't like bucket hats. Oh yeah, no, not so much. I feel like if you're not like a dude from Oasis, you look kind of weird. Yeah, I like that look if you're out fishing at 6 a.m. or on the beach, um, and then otherwise, it's a rough look. And I don't get the polo thing. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, it just feels I don't know, and Not I for you. so many people that I really hold in incredibly high regard do. Yeah, but yeah, it just I, it doesn't like doesn't do it for you. It, like, the punk hardcore fucking subs up like my that brain. I'm just like it doesn't make any sense. Mm. PK, go in. Uh, I'm just gonna. Oh, I got one. Nope. Hit us. People that wore flip flops to shows. Oh, oh yeah, yeah that, that throws you. In all of it. <laughs> that's bad. Um, it, so here, it, this is a, actually a great larger topic. Uh, I, I actually, this is how I spent my day. I did the math today. A twenty-five-year-old who's really supposedly, if we're going to take people on face value and believe the things that they say, really into corn. The band? Yes. Yes. <laughs> At 25, that would mean that they were eight years old the last time that corn was a culturally relevant thing. So. You're not buying it? What it? Well, I'm not saying I'm not buying it, but I will say that I'm curious what that is the equivalent of for like, say like a 40 year old. Is that like, that's a, I, I, by my math, that's being into Tiffany. Yeah, <laughs> I, when I was eight, I liked or like Winger, Michael Jackson, um, Men at Work. So, okay, so check this out. It's, when now, Bob, this might be Tom. I don't know if this was your thing, as it might be a purely suburban phenomenon. I don't know. Um, my my high school had hippies, like people that listened to Grateful Dead, dressed like it was the sixties. Yes, had it. Okay. Oh. Yeah, okay. So I think that this was a largely suburban phenomenon of the nineties. Nineties. Yeah. Some in the eighties, but it really hit in the, yo, I, I, I mean, I literally dressed as a hippie for Halloween once because it was so relevant. Like it was like, yo, I, I couldn't believe it. Cause I thought people were like cosplaying life. Right. Was they were cosplaying life. Yeah. Say that again, Tom. Was it because of almost famous? No, before that. It, it's like uh, it was the the last wave of dead stuff and fish was kind of on the up. Fish. And you had, fish, yes. you had a little wave of like the mo and some of that, you know. So, 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 Mike, so that is actually even further back, technically, if you were, if you were like really listening to hippie music, although it didn't typically go further than the Grateful Dead. You know what I mean? It yeah. was, it wasn't like those kids were also listening to like CCR 
you know what I mean? It, it, it was pretty isolated around like the kind of jam band sound. But anyway, point is, um, what, what would compel a 25 year old to live that far in the past? Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Like, that, like, and don't get me wrong. Look, like at fucking, uh, 18, I was listening to minor threat all day, which was like a band from when I was born. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? So like, I get it, but I also, I'm just, I don't, I, I follow, I follow like four people whose existence seems to be corn memorabilia and they're, and they're all younger than me. And I would say that I am corn age. So, so what's up? Yeah. So, so like, uh, that's your, that's your, I I mean, yo, that's a good one. The, uh, vintage new metal shirts. Yeah. It's terrible. It's bad. Okay. All right. Um, keeping it moving uh start us off patrick did hate breed sell out yes or no is it selling out if it was your ambition from day one the question is plain uh no tom no i think i mean i think that was their goal (laughs) yeah i don't know that i can't say that for certain but i can say that like it's not like they're playing fucking like they're still they it's still the same shit, and they they didn't bend their sound for for it. I mean. they didn't no it it's it, it, I, mean, I think the answer is no them. you could yeah. somebody who wanted to be like a strident um heart attack reader might be able to give us some like they played these corporate things and that, that, that you know, but like you know they said yes to opportunities that came their way also listen uh, fuck everybody because th- listen that's not my lane and f- blah, 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 but like. Yo, it, there was a time when Chromags weren't. Uh, Chromags were highly respected. We've talked to, it to death on this podcast that it, it, it. You guys maybe lament a little bit that that era is over. I think it's like it's an interesting turn in a lot of ways for me because that was the most respected band when I was a kid. Chromags, yes, yeah, sure. And but they were going for it. That's what, sure, that's what that was going to sure. be. That was gonna, that that was going to be my point. Yeah. Is that anybody that thinks that hate breed wasn't doing didn't succeed at what a dozen notable respected what the hardcore bands never were able to do what sick of it all tried to do for a yes. long time yes what yes. Uh, a mil- what Civ was trying to do a couple years beforehand you know like everyone yeah no uh, um but i thought it was a good question because i think there could be someone who who frames yeah. it that way but all right this is the break in the middle um for both of you can you name uh, tell me what Muhammad Ali's name was before he became Muhammad. Yes. Sure. Okay. Cash it by. Perfect. Uh, then Patrick, can you tell me what was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's name before he was Kareem? Uh, Lou Alcindor. Great job. Yep. Great job. Um, Tom, do you believe in aliens? Um, I, I, yeah, I believe there are other living beings in this gigantic universe. Yes. Patrick. Yeah, why not? All right, Patrick, start this. Do you believe monkeys could speak to us if they wanted to? Like, just start speaking to us at any given time? The, Dr. the question is plain. Mm, yeah, why not? Tom. I'd say no. Tom, if someone asks you, where's the beef, what would you respond? Um, where's the beef? 
I know. I can picture the lady and everything. Uh, I don't remember. But what would you respond uh, in 2020 if someone walked in your office and said, where's the beef? I'm like, Wendy's is down the street. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Patrick, where's the beef? That, that was it. That yeah. was the question. Patrick, where's the beef? I'd be stymied, I guess. I I, I would sit. You don't remember? Stymied. Where's the beef? No, of course. I mean, it's, uh, well, technically, I do not. Actually. Yeah, technically, I don't. Know, I don't either. But I remember the, you know? the oh, nostalgia. Wow. Yeah, uh, yo, it's, no, so, that's so, right so on Tom, the line for us. Yeah, so Tom, uh, Bob, and I would remember that as a dead meme, as a cultural reference. Yeah. But then anybody older or younger than us doesn't remember it, even as a cultural right. reference. Right, I'm gonna look this up now because I'm. I I'm gonna say it. it's like eighty three, eighty four, somewhere in there. Wow, maybe okay. maybe eighty two even, but where's the brief? Yeah. All right, while Tom looks that up, Patrick start us off. Who's funnier, Jerry Seinfeld or Larry David? Oh, Larry David by uh, by a, a factor of a trillion. Wow, it was yeah, it was nineteen eighty four, and yes, Larry David. Okay, uh, Tom, start us off. Does anyone under thirty five know that Chevy Chase was important? I would say no because I think community didn't even help. Patrick. No, and it's fucking tragic. Yeah. Well, he also did it to himself. Did. He did it to himself, but but you just don't. Time did it time did it worse. Steve Martin could have been the fill in for Chevy Chase there too, and I think it would have been similar level. Yeah, but but Steve Martin is Steve Martin is happy with where he's at, whereas Chevy Chase does not seem to be. But Chevy Chase Chris's vacation is kind of like a holiday. I can't. People that are younger than any of us. Iconic, but they don't understand that that was just supposed to be part of his journey, not the peak. Right. Right. You know, and nobody who's watching Fletch. You no, know, that's right. I mean, yo, he, his career is wild to think about. Okay. Um, Patrick. Are you aware of the, the speculation? So apparently Chevy Chase is, it is literally in pain at all times physically. Um, and people have put that on him being a dick. Uh, I guess he had some back injury that he's it just persistent pain for the majority of his adult life, but he was a dick before that. So that's not, yeah, no, really no, no excuses for Dick Hattery. Um, the stories of him and Bill Murray uh, are straight up incredible. If anyone does, yeah, I'll take but controversial opinion. I'll take Chevy chase. I I'm a Bill Murray dude. I'll take Bill. I, and I also think his career, like he showed, he showed out way better than Chevy chase did for a much longer period. Sure. Oh, that's true. So on accomplishments, it's, uh, it's, it's our man, Bill by a mile. Um, Patrick, start us off. What's the dirtiest environment you've ever been in? I, uh, uh slept on dog shit. <sighs> Tom. What's the dirtiest CBGB. environment you've ever been in? CBGBs. Where where did you sleep on dog shit? Uh, it was the only house. So there's been one house uh, uh, that th- there's been one house where I actually said to the person that we were staying with, I said, "Hey man, I'm not trying to get in your business, but yeah, why are you living like this?" And for me to do that when you're doing me a favor means that your place is fucking fucked. Uh, the only other circumstance was uh, we uh, drug church stayed at somebody's house, but it was like a load, in, like load into their house in the dark sort of scenario. Oh, yeah. And I, it was a short time that people said, we got to get the fuck out of here. This is pretty gross. And I was like, what is that fucking smell? And then I lifted, I was using my sweatshirt as a pillow oh, no. and, and uh, I had put it in dog shit. Oh no. 
I have a similar story. Fuck. Really? Go. Go in. I think I told you. All right. This is going to take a second. All right. Please, sorry. Take your time. This will also fulfill our – I like when he tells stories. Yeah. Um, our buddy Jason Tarpy, I actually talked to him about this story. Yeah. Because it happened, I believe, in San Antonio, San Antonio or Houston. Not 100% yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, so we go back to this kid's house, right? Um, it's South Majority Millhouse Indecision. He's letting us all stay. Great. Cool. We walk in. Um, his mother's on the couch. There's like – she's got a blanket. She's a very um, large woman. Yeah. And uh, she's covered with a blanket. And there's movement – in like the crotchal area. Oh no! So we're like, "What the fuck did we just?" There was a dog under that she was petting. Oh, okay, good. But it looks like she was playing with herself. Okay. We walk in a room. There was literally a room filled with petrified dog shit. No. Like filled. Yeah. Filled. Uh. Um. Uh, where the computer was. Of course, Justin runs to like, it, this is before everyone had a computer in their hand. America it was like, yeah, yeah. everyone's going to sign on to AOL and check, you know. So whatever, whatever. The mother's like, your friends can stay, but they have to help us move tomorrow. <laughs> like, yeah, what the fuck, man? So we all kind of like, you know, it's just like every person for themselves, like not a ton of space. I didn't like have like a sleeping bag. So I'm just like laying on the floor, like on like on my bag, pretty much like just, you know, yep. Uh, the dude from South Majority, like the big dude, decided to make a air co- air conditioning tent, and he put a blanket or a sheet over the air conditioner, oh. and it had it just on himself. <laughs> Power <laughs> move. And it was during the summer, and it was fucking hot as balls. Yeah, because and, not uh, only does he put it all on himself, he takes it away from everyone else. Correct. Yeah, that's correct. A, that's his, uh, he he just alpha dogged everybody. Yeah, not great. Uh, so we weren't that stoked. The worst person you know. Are they time. happy? Yeah, well, in that case, yes. Yeah, um, I woke up a couple times because things were crawling on me. Oh, uh, like on my face. Same thing with one of the other dudes. And I woke up at like five thirty in the morning to Artie Philly, like so or, or Artie White. Yeah. Sorry, named him. Um, he was like, uh, "Tom, you gotta get up. You gotta get up. You gotta get up. We gotta get the fuck out of here. We gotta get the fuck out of here." And I'm like, I've never seen him that worked up ever. Mm-hmm. And like, literally, like I just we all just like grabbed our shit and fucking ran out the door, and like hopped in the vans and got out of there. And like, we like look back to like the mother like at the door like screaming at us. Wow. So what? What was? His, do you know what? Did he explain why he was so worked up? Just because like everyone was like, "Hey, I woke up with like a roach in my mouth." Like oh. fucking, we were just like, "We got you know." It's yeah. not even worth Let's it. Just get out of here. Let's get the fuck out of here. <sighs> People, please. And we wanted to get it out of there before we had to like. They were literally moving across the street, <sighs> and they wanted us to move. And I'm like, this place sucked. Yeah, yo. That there should be there's a hosting line. If you have a bad situation, don't worry. No one's going to be mad if you s- know your house isn't right for people. You know what though? But I feel like that's different now. But like in the '90s, no one really had any kind of. They're like no, no. Like you'd go in there and like there'd be like bathtubs like filled with like cat and dog hair. Like it was just like you like Pat said. Like yo, you live like this. And then sometimes you go to someone's house and you'd be like, yo, you live like this. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah and it's like nice. you're living in the fucking mansion. Everyone got their own bedroom. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yo, the last tour I did, which was the the end of the year one, um, we stayed somewhere where I uh, put my bag down. Was like, oh, I'm literally covered in cat hair all on all sides, all of my body. 
I just wrapped my face in my sweatshirt and was like, if I suffocate, that's fine. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, let's see who started this off. Tom, did man and dinosaur ever coexist? No. Patrick? Yeah, why not? Patrick, would you rather be a Jetson or a Flintstone? Uh, the Flintstone rea- or the Jetson reality looks a little too controlled, uh, and I'm headed the other way. Flintstone. I'll die of dysentery. Tom, Jetstone, Jetson or Flintstone? You know what? I'd go Flintstone. Simple times. Simple times. Um, Patrick, no, Tom, will there be another global scale war a la World War II in our lifetimes? Um, I'd say no. No. Patrick, you have to mosh to one and end up on the cover of the reunion Blu-ray DVD. Saves the day or Kid Dynamite? Uh, fuck. No masks available? No masks available. It's you. It's like, it's like you and three other guys and the singer of the band. Fuck, it saves the day. Tom, you have to mosh to one and end up on the cover yeah. of the reunion Blu-ray. Saves the day or Kid Dynamite? Saves the day. All right. Um, start us off, Tom. Have you ever been to a been at a party where people unironically had a seance? Um. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um. I feel like having a yes. no. I was there for, no. Um, can I tell my quick story? Yes, please. All right. Sorry. So um, I'm dating this woman. Uh, we were, so uh, very early on. Um. I go to stay at her house in Jersey city, bunch of people having a party in the living room. There's like a Ouija board, fucking candles everywhere. I'm like, that's fucking weird. Whatever. Yep. Um, at the time she was straight edge. I was and still am straight edge. We're like, we're not fucking around with this. We retired to her room, you know, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, she wakes up at like three o'clock in the morning to go take, you know, to go pee. And she's like, what the fuck? The entire living room was on fire. Oh, fuck. Because people fell asleep, like were so drunk and fucked up. Yeah. They fell asleep, knocked candles over, which burned the bedspread, which burned the Ouija board, which burned the f- through the floor. Oh, my God. And yeah. Um, and then so, yeah, huge fire. We're all outside now. Mind you, I am working with this person at the time, right? Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, whatever, whatever. I'd known her before this. Mm-hmm. Um, cops show up and they're like, all right, so who lives in that room right off the uh, kitchen? And no one's answering, but it's her other roommate who grows weed in her room. Oh. So I was like, he's like, if no one answers, you're all going to jail. Wow. <laughs> wow. So now I'm like, Motherfucker, like, number one, I'm going to get arrested yeah. for weed. And then my boss, my, like, job is going to find out that I was, like, dating someone I worked with, which is, like, a no-no. Another, yeah, right. So I'm like, cool. It ended up, like, working out, whatever. But, like, I have, like, there was, like, a Jersey City, like, 911, like, Twitter. And I have this screenshot of when the fire happened. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, there was a giant burn, like, through the floor. There was, like, a foundational question for a minute. Oh my god! And I had to break the windows in the store downstairs to 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 put out the fire. So the seance went wrong. Yes, it was not as beautiful as as uh, Richie would make us believe. Richie would make it sound. Uh, yeah. Patrick, have you ever been to a party where people unironically had a seance? Thank God, no. Okay, um, 
Patrick, scuba diving or hang gliding? Fuck. Both both are kind of anxiety shit for me. Maybe hang gliding. Tom, scuba diving or hang gliding? I just watch Underwater, the movie, so I'm going to go hang gliding. I saw people hang gliding in, uh, in Colorado, and it looked fucking fun. Um, Tom, start us off. Fuck, Mary kill. Loft, oh loft, condo, or barn? These are places loft, you could live. Loft, condo, condo. or barn? Barn. I'd marry a barn. Mm-hmm. I'd fuck a condo. And what's the other one? The loft. And what's the what's the verbiage? What's the verb? Kill. Oh no no! I would, I would love fuck Mary Kill. Jesus Christ! A, marry a barn. Mm-hmm. Fuck a condo. No, kill a condo. Fuck the loft. Uh, fuck a loft. Yeah. Patrick, Ma- marry the barn. Uh. Fuck the condo, kill the loft. Okay. Patrick, do you have a favorite architectural style? Um yeah, whatever I love I love uh uh I don't know what it's called, like California modern, like the small uh one story California homes. Mm. Uh but I'm gonna <laughs> sorry everybody. There was this video of uh protesters uh, they had arranged a protest, uh, and then it was a diversion. About 30 of them went uh, instead to a place uh, because the police presence would be at the original location. Mm-hmm. So, so then they went uh, – it looked like a small number of them went to uh, the police chief of Los Angeles's place. Oh, yeah. And I would opt for bigger uh, light – or bigger windows on the second floor but the home is fucking gorgeous. And I know that that was not the intent of the video, but I was watching it going, yo, this LA big cop fucking lives right. Whatever he's fucking doing. If if he's crooked, he's making good use of it. Cause this house fucking rules. Mom, there's Cheetos on my new shirt. (laughs) So whatever the fuck that, whatever that style is, I liked it. Okay. Tom, do you have a favorite architectural style? Um, I'm really a big fan of like, um, like, have you seen, um, uh, John wick? Yeah, sure. You know, the house he lives in with like all, it's mostly like steel and glass. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I'm way into that these days. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. With it. That Frank Gary. I don't know, but like that style I'm into it now. Yeah. Yo, what, what's up with cottage core? Like how, like how old are we that like, like I hate having to ask this. Is it real? I don't know if we can even talk about that, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what egg punk is versus right, chain punk. Uh, so. Cottage core, also under, known under the name farm core or country core, is an aesthetic inspired by romanticized interpretations of Western agricultural life. It is centered on ideas around a more simple life and harmony with nature. I think we're all in so far. Certain themes associated are the survival of the environment, check, food, and caring for people. Yeah, all right. While the aesthetic is predominant on a number of social media sites, such as on Instagram and more recently TikTok, the community notably prospers on Tumblr. It is particularly popular within the WLW community. What's WLW? <sighs> we are too far down the hole, guys. I'm going to have to Google that. Hold on. 
Woman loving woman. Woman. Okay. okay yeah. yeah. With that. All right. Good. I mean, yeah. I think we're all in on. This is now a cottage core podcast. Yo, am I fucking dumb or is that just lesbians? What the? What? What do we mean? WLW knows, community. It that, could be. It could be a non-romantic or non-sexualized uh, thing. Who knows? Oh, actually, you know what? Uh, WLW is an acronym that stands for either woman, woman loving woman, or women who love women. It is used by the LGBT, LGBT BQ plus community for a relationship involving two female presenting people. Oh, cool. With it. Okay. okay. All right. So, but the core has nothing to do with the cottage. Or does it? I'm thinking of well, like kids, okay. So, so, and like, and like waiters. <laughs> so check it, check it out. What Bob just read sounded good to us, but if you, it, now I want him to click through to the images part. Okay. Is it a bunch of dinosaurs? That's what I thought I saw. Um, let's see. Do, do, do. Cottage core aesthetics. Okay, so okay, there's people hanging clothing on a uh, whatever line. Uh, do, 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 do. All right. Um, Is it as cool as your description led us to believe? Well, let me go through. I'll go to the cottage core aesthetic. Can include fairies, flower pressings, crowns and bundles, gardens what? of any kind, herb, veggie, no. fruit, flower, farm, forest, and domesticated animals, handwritten letters. Vintage, uh, vintage crockery, most notably tea sets. Fuck you. Cottages and farmhouses. You guys both picked barns, so I guess we're there. Cross stitch and embroidery. I, I, I'm no, known, my, I'm listen, known for my, bar, my barn, my barn is uh, Patrick Swayze's barn from the movie Roadhouse. My barn is uh, brutalist modern. Um, there you go. Baking simple rustic recipes, including bread, muffins, pies, mostly mushrooms on furniture and glass dishes. Open fields, flower farms, sunlight through any type of forest plant, reading outdoors, what? and poetry. There's also some movies listed. Uh, Why not? Little Women, 1996. Matilda, 1996. Picnic at Hanging Rock. I'm curious about that. Pride and Prejudice. Kiki's Delivery Service, which I watched last night, but by watched I mean slept through as Amanda and Easton watched it. Uh, the Secret of Moonacre. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, The Secret Garden, The Sound of Music, Atonement, The Holiday, The Guernsey. Atonement? Yeah. I know. I feel like that's the a joke. What the fuck are we talking about? The Guernsey Literary it's and a movie about nuns. Society, The Departed, Life is Beautiful, Howard's End, Emma, Little Women, Anne of Green Gables, A Room with a View, Moonrise Kingdom, What About Bob? Fuck you. My Girl. Tuck Everlasting. My girl. Barbie <laughs> and the Diamond have nothing Castle. in common. Um, Ten Things I Hate About You. Midsommar. Call Me By Your Name. Um, Annie with an E. Yeah. I left and you guys were doing Jane Austen <laughs> books. <laughs> I, and I came back to What About Bob and Ten Things I Hate About You. You just named two of the fake ones I listed. I believe I listed three fake movies in there. So Okay, because I love Ten Things <laughs> I Hate About You because then – I'm fully college core, if that's the case. Cottage core, cottage core, guys. Um, oh, cottage we do need cottage. to start college core. So more on on this later. Um, okay, uh, more important: fine detail or style. Pardon? More important: fine detail or style. Uh, style. Tom. Detail. Detail. I like detail. Okay. Uh, Tom, what is a subject you would like to be highly qualified to discuss? Something you are not, but you would like to be. Um, 
How like how, uh, Hmm. This is tough. Um fuck. Patrick, you got an answer? Do you want to jump in real quick? Yeah, any of the shit that is very right now that uh, like when you go to look for any sort of clarity on it, no one can offer you any non-biased fucking answers. So for example, like like you know, I'd love love to understand uh uh, uh what what what's that called? Uh sex science. I, I'd love to understand cottage core. Yeah. I'd I'd love like for example sex like science. Like all that shit where it's like, like I gotta, I gotta open my Twitter and see people are mad at J.K. Rowling again, and I'm like, yo, could somebody tell me what J.K. Rowling said or what she does, like and shit? And people are like, nah, she just sucks. And I'm like, yo, that's not oh, what? Like, yo, just fucking walk me through it. I'm dumb. Help me. And I wish that I wasn't dumb. So like, I it, 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 I get very mad at this shit when nobody can explain a fucking thing to me. So I wish that I, I, I wish I went to school. You did. Uh, Tom, anything, a subject you'd like to be highly qualified to discuss? Um, I think everyone should be more highly, highly, highly qualified to discuss politics. Okay, good. Good answer. Um, Patrick, what was your original internet provider? Oh, I don't know. You can't remember. What's the first no. one you can remember? I don't remember being on AOL at my house. I, I don't know. Were you a, uh, what are some of the other ones? Uh, CompuServe. CompuServe. I, so my family, I think, actually got into that shit way later. Yeah. Way later. Hmm. You were, you were computer free for a while, huh? Oh, as a kid, yeah. I don't. I don't remember when we had a computer in the house. Certainly, we were later than the other families. I, yeah. I the first time that I remember having a computer, and this might not be right. First time I remember was when I left my house. Mm. So I, I don't know. We we didn't have one. We had one in '96, which was on the later side for for that. I think um, not super late, but late enough. Tom, who? What was your original internet provider? Definitely AOL. Okay, same. Uh, like AOL 2.0 probably or three, yeah, maybe 3.0. God. When you had to have the um, the disc, it was before the CD. Oh, it was the the I don't know the the, 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 the hard disc. Yeah, yeah, not the floppies. Yeah. It's like the three quarter inch yep. or whatever the hell it is. Uh, Tom, what's your favorite record from California? Favorite record from California. Um, fuck. What are all the tough questions, man? Yeah, um, no, no. I mean, it's a great question. I just, um, let's see. Give me one second. Let me just think this through. Going like north to south. Um, There's a lot. Actually, you know what? I'm going to say uh, "24-Hour Revenge Therapy" by Joe Brady. Oh, there you go, Patrick. Favorite record from ask, California. Ask, ask that question again. Say it. Favorite record from California. Um, which one am I going to feel foolish for not for not remembering after I answer? That's the, that's the real question. I'm trying to think of California stuff you really ride hard for, man. Um, it's few and far between. I'm not. Oh, yeah, like, you don't have I, a lot. I, I love our California listeners that like want to make California the most epic fucking legacy in hardcore. 
You kind of don't need to. You're the most epic place to be. Like, you're fine. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Yeah, Um, legitimately. Um, hmm. No, because you don't go in for much of the OC stuff. Nope. You're not into, like, uh, LA punk stuff. I'm not sure if anything, like, thrills you. Um, I don't think you're into any of the, like, San Diego stuff, any of the variety, whether it's, like, the more, like, like Rocket from the Crypt or the more like screamo y like uh, type things. Um, what about Inside Out, Pat? Oh, there oh, you go. Inside Out could make a list yeah. for sure. And then Bay, any Bay stuff that sticks to you? Not much, right? Because you're not you're not Dead Kennedy's guy. You like 15, don't you? Oh, I do. But uh, these bands wouldn't make like, I mean, we've said a lot of stuff that I enjoy, but as far as like ride for, it's few and far between. Yeah. Yeah. Where's they me, might be giants from? New York. Yeah, not California. All right, so you're going to say inside out. There we go. Uh, Patrick, what's your burger order? What's on your burger? Um, so, And if you uh, have a preference for burger, you can put that too. Nah, I'll fuck with basically any type of vegan burger. And uh, I, I'll just stack everything on it. Everything. The only thing I don't like, honestly, I think lettuce of any type is kind of a waste. Oh, uh, I've been doing salads, no lettuce, and that's fun. It's it's really good. But uh, what's the base? But uh, nothing. I mean, I've done a cucumber base. It's nice. Um, just kind of mix it up. Uh, and it's 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 interesting. It's more filling without the lettuce. I'll say that. Interesting. Um, no I mean, lettuce is all water. Yeah, and it, you know, and I'm not a lettuce hater. I like lettuce on my burger. Actually, uh, Tom, what's your burger order? I either go. Uh- you know, lettuce, tomato, and, and uh, ketchup. Mm-hmm. Or um, I also fuck with um, California style with a little bit of avocado in there. Oh yeah, like that a lot. Patrick, are you yeah. are you taking uh, raw onion on your burger? One hundred percent. Yeah, I thought you would. Okay. Um, top three fast foods. You can both attack this one. We've got two more after this. Top three fast foods. Three best foods? Is that what the question? Top best three fast food. foods. And, and you know what I meant? Top three fast food restaurants. Oh. Um, White Castle because they got the Impossible Burger. Yeah, White Castle Slider. Um, uh, oh, uh, supposedly there's a, a vegan uh, option at KFC now. Select ones. I can't wait for it. Can't believe we almost made an out of our way trip to Tennessee to get it, but uh, still haven't wow. had it. Yo, KFC yeah, is so good. Atlanta. Yeah, KFC so I think California is going to get it soon. And which, by the way, everybody, quick, quick thing. I'm not telling anybody how to live. You fucking be angry about whatever the fuck you want to be angry about. Uh, but I've been vegan for a trillion years. And uh, if the oil that is uh, being used is a by nature vegan oil, meaning that it has a plant origin and it, it is also used to cook meat, that is distasteful and not what I would want. I, it is not, not vegan. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like those of you that are like, that's not vegan. No, trust me. I'm the fucking counsel on this. My dudes, you cannot like it. You can think it's gross and you cannot eat it, but that's not a V ve- that's kosher. That's not vegan. It, it's not yeah. the, the contamination is not the issue here. It is that you are contributing to the death of an animal. Sermon from the Mount. 
Um, t- so, so you guys got White Castle. PK's thrown KFC. Potentially. Potentially. It sounds like it's sounds a winner. Good. What else you guys got? Then I go with a simple in and out. In and out, okay. Yeah, I think you go in and out. You can go uh, Taco Bell. T Bell, yeah. Pat, I bet that pains you, but T Bell's pretty good. Fuck a Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, two questions left. We'll go here Jane's Addiction or Red Hot Chili Peppers? Jane's Addiction. Um. Yeah, I probably have to go Jane's Addiction. When's the last time either you listened to Blood Sugar Sex Magic? Nineteen ninety nine, probably within the last year. Okay. Yo, it's probably better than you remember, Patrick. It would have to be. Yeah, uh, it's the, it's the best record of the two bands. <sighs> oh, that's crazy! I love that one, Jane's record. But I mean, I I, I went through and was like. Fuck, there's a lot of Red Hot Chili Peppers songs I love. Um, Anyways, all right. Last question, guys. 56 questions deep. Favorite bulk candy item? Patrick, start us off. Um, uh, Any of the knockoff, um, uh, whatever the the, the little sour kids, uh, Sour Patch Kids. Um, The kids or like the like watermelons or whatever. Oh, the watermelons! Give me any of the knockoff shit that I don't even know. Like you know, it's. And then I also like if we're talking about like co-op style shit. Yeah, we're talking. We're talking. They're coming out of a thing. You're you're putting your bag under. Ooh, on the occasion, you know what? I might go do this tomorrow. On the rare occasion that I can find a uh, vegan gummy worm, and this is like twice in my life, I will eat it until I no longer like food. Wow. Tom, favorite bulk candy item? Um, I'd go for a, uh, hmm. like a knockoff peanut butter or peanut M&M. Mm. Oh, Good choice. Good choice. God. Like whatever the ones that are in like the, the, by the pound. Yeah. Yeah. The bulk candy. Yo, bulk candy. What a treat. What a nice thing. Guys, this was a, a lighthearted way to just shitty chat. Um, we did a good job. Anything left to mm. say? Uh, no, thank you for uh, having material because uh, we've been a little out of sorts. And uh, thank you for providing structure. Of course. And, and just for the record, I do believe that if monkeys wanted to just talk to us, they could. Thank you. Um, be good to each other. Be good to yourselves. Uh, Bob, do we have anything that we wanted to mention? Let's mention it next Any time. Kind of- Let's do a whole thing on it next time. Oh, okay. Secrets, everybody. Speak to, oh. speak to you soon. Thanks.